My intention is not that people understand why the laser is reacting now better than it reacted last year. What for me is important is that the people have a better experience without knowing why. The why is not a question for me. Das ist der Telekom Electronic Beats Podcast. Der Podcast rund um Nachtleben und Clubkultur. Wir sprechen mit DJs, Türstehern, Tänzern, Clubbetreibern und anderen Nachtmenschen. Mein Name ist Gesine Kühne. Und ich bin Jakob Töne. Herzlich willkommen beim Electronic Beats Podcast. Hallo, ich bin's wieder, Jakob Töne. Willkommen beim Electronic Beats Podcast. Da wir uns straight auf das Ende des Jahres 2019 bewegen, habe ich für die heutige Folge ein besonderes Highlight für euch. Denn ich habe mich mit keinem geringeren als DJ Dixon aka Steffen Berghain getroffen. Er ist einer der bekanntesten DJs der Welt und nebenbei bemerkt auch einer meiner Lieblingskünstler. Wir haben das Interview auf Englisch aufgezeichnet, da der Großteil seiner Community doch englischsprachig ist und er gerne alle erreichen wollte, auch die, die dem Deutschen nicht so mächtig sind. Deshalb bitte wundert euch nicht, wenn wir gleich ins Englische switchen. Im Interview selbst sprechen wir natürlich über Dixons neuestes Projekt Transmoderna, über Ibiza, über den Vergleich mit Berlin und über ganz viele Technologien. Wenn ihr nach dem Gespräch noch mehr über Dixon erfahren wollt, kann ich euch das Slices-Video auf Ebenet sehr ans Herz legen. Und außerdem packe ich euch ein paar Links zu Transmoderna noch in die Show Notes. Das gibt neben unserem Interview noch tolle Einblicke in sein Schaffen. Nun aber erstmal zum Gespräch mit Dixon. So, hello Stefan. Hello. And welcome to Berlin. I mean, you're, you're living here, but uh, you spent most of the time or most of the weekends away. Where did you spend the last weekend? I was in Asia. Uh, I was in um, Tokyo, Shanghai and Kuala Lumpur. And how, how, how was the trip? Like, how long did you, did you stay there and how was the vibe? I didn't stay long at all. Um, uh, I think I left... Wednesday and I was back on Monday. Oh, that's, um, that's quite tight. <laughs> yes, so I arrived on Thursday, then a gig Thursday, gig Friday, gig Saturday, and then I left on Sunday. Um, it's often is a shame, uh, especially now on this trip because it's amazing cities and there's so much to discover or experience. But as the more time you spend away, as less time you have at home. And if you are having a pretty pretty tight uh, touring schedule then you have uh, more time to relax at home yes but maybe you can discover after time after time when you're coming uh, there next time maybe you go to another restaurant or see different yeah, places yeah, yeah. it's it's hardly about places but mostly about people and because uh, I, especially in this trip for instance i was uh, i'm not sure how often but i guess 20 years now i'm going to japan which means I have so many people there that I know and that I see again uh, once a year. Um, and there's stuff to discover, yeah, but it's more about reconnecting with the people. Um, We're going to definitely uh, circle back to this because uh, there was a special occasion you went for uh, in I, Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, for instance, Shanghai, from Shanghai, I was twice before and Kuala Lumpur was never before. Oh, okay. So um, obviously, I, in a way, I would have loved to stay a little bit longer in Kuala Lumpur to somehow discover it. Yeah, but then again, um, I'm traveling for such a long time and I've seen so many amazing places that uh, at the end of the day, um, it's the time here is much more worth. 
than time away. There's a place in Europe where you've been a lot of times this summer, and it's Ibiza. Uh, yes. And you spent like uh, you had two uh, 20, 20 shows played there, mm -hmm. and it was uh, like for for a long time was your first residency. Why Ibiza? Yeah, uh, so uh, as you said, it was a residency. Uh, it was uh, 20 Fridays uh, and uh, I was approached by uh, clubs in Ibiza for quite some time. Mm, and you and always said no, that's what I read. Uh, yeah, well, I always was <laughs> thinking about it. It wasn't like that I was always, uh, it was immediately clear that I can't do it. But uh, for quite some time, uh, I didn't feel comfortable doing it. I believe that, uh, but I realized after quite after several years that um, even if I say no to these offers that are there, I'm constantly going back to the island, and not just once. Well, if I'm going, for instance, to Bucharest, I'm going once a year to Praha, probably once every two years, and uh, to Berlin, I'm, I'm playing here three times a year. Um, but in Ibiza, I played for the last couple of years. I played between six and ten shows so, so even more or less kind of residency yeah but never a residency <laughs> always for someone else yeah and when i realized that i'm actually even if i say no to these clubs as a residency when I, but i'm still going back and place for someone else why not do it myself and um the reason why i didn't do it myself for all this time because I've, i i always heard you have to live in ibiza you have to absorb the spirit you have to connect with the island And I felt that there is, um, I'm, 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 I'm hardly in my hometown in Berlin for a long time. Why to go to another place and stay there? But then it's not a horrible place. <laughs> and um, I, uh, 20 Fridays is five months. That's, that's very long. And it was clear that I can't be there for more than two months. But I did stay there for two months, actually. And um, when it was clear that my, my son is at school now and he has uh, pretty long uh, uh, holidays um, and we could stay there for, for a while, um, I realized that rather than playing for someone else on an island where I'm not happy with this situation of the clubs there, Why um, uh, I, I, I tried to change something and do it the way I would like to do it. Yeah. Yeah, the question why not is um, hard to answer uh, because um, the times when uh, Ibiza was um, this Balearic island that even created the Balearic uh, sound um, were before I was going to Ibiza. But it was always this mystical idea about that, that about Ibiza being that forefront of clubbing in Europe, or at least one aspect of clubbing in Europe that everyone wanted to go to. I started to go there after the, after 2000, it's something between 2000 and 2002. And the first times I went there, um, that what um, I was looking for already was absorbed by um, the super clubs, you know, and the machine that uh, they installed there. Um, and obviously that was 18 years ago. What, what kind of clubs was it? I was then? going to Amnesia back then. I was uh, once going. To, uh, I was going to uh, DC10. Um, I actually I checked all of them, uh, to, to, from the small to the big, and it was clear for me that as a as a clubber and DJ with a very specific view on how clubbing and DJing should be. 
Ibiza was definitely like, not like this in this time. But I always realized that I really had fun. And my argument was always like, yeah, if you go there once or twice a year, uh, that's actually that's actually great. But after going to for 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 more than ten years at least, um, I realized it left uh, less and less impact on me. Because it was not that progressive anymore. Yes. Or not that futuristic. Yeah. No or, new or, ideas. Yeah. No, real for sure not. Um, but I want. I still wanted it to be because I felt that I will be there every summer. And therefore, I started to play around with the idea of, okay, um, if there is this offer to do something there, um, why not trying to put my f my stamp on the island and try to push um, certain things that I felt were missing? Yeah, it took me some time to realize that it, it's actually there's a drive in me doing this, but maybe it maybe that's for good. But what changed it then last year that you was there like a like a point you can figure out from last year where you said okay I got this idea now I met this person and um, we kind of brainstormed and we talked about it and now I get the the yeah the the first idea of the concept I would like to do or I'd love to do on on the island. Um, I'm running a label Innovisions and um, also we're doing events. Okay. Innovations label parties lost in a moment. Yes, we travel with this through all the world, and um, we do Innovations label parties, with the, which are usually indoors and are quite centered around music. Then we actually created another concept called Lost in a Moment, where we um, went to to unusual spaces, mostly outside of towns, so people had to make the afford to travel there, stay there. Um, and absorb everything we are doing there. So, um, and that's why we call it lost in a moment. Um, there is no way for you to, I don't know, dip into it like it is in a bigger city. You go into a club and if you don't really like it today, you might just go over to the other club. Yeah. Um, there you are basically lost. Trapped. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, so thinking about Ibiza, we were brainstorming what could be the aspect of the concept that is different than location or music. And I guess at the end of the last year, I realized that um, there is a lot of tools, a lot of technology um, that are circling around and are used in, um, in different contexts, but not in clubbing. Um, it's, it's, it's media tools, um, And I, I, I looked on, 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 the, on the state of the art clubbing and um, I realized two things that we as a clubbing community became extremely conservative. Um, we like our structure, like when something different pops up, then it's uncomfortable. Or yeah, we, how do we, you mean? We, we stick to a formula that is there for 30 years. Okay. So it's, go it's, to the club, uh, go dance, to the club, go to entertain, the, have fun, dance music. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing it from a technology point of view. Um, we're going to a club, there's a sound system, there's lights, there's sometimes lasers. And that's it. And we, I guess, clubs in the world, they put a lot of effort, in, uh, effort, into, effort into sound. Yeah. So developing sound was always an issue. But other than that, 
nothing really was put a lot of effort in. Just Light the, maybe a yeah, little just bit. Just the invention of the beamer, maybe. Yes, <laughs> there was visual, visuals at some point, but now we have 3D mapping, we have augmented reality, we have uh, holography, we have so many things that um, are used in on concerts, are used in TV studios, are used in um, installations, are used in galleries, um, I used on your phone, um, but not in clubs. And um, someone else asked me what is my favorite <laughs> clubs in the uh, in in the world, or what was my favorite uh, club nights. I would I, I said uh, Sapporo, Precious Hall. I said um, Robert Johnson in Offenbach. I said uh, the inner city parties back in Berlin in a weekend club. Um, And all of these clubs are pretty small, pretty simple, and are um, are run in a way that they were run probably 20, 25 years ago. And I felt that I don't want this anymore. I want to have a surrounding that feels like zeitgeist, that feels like um, implementing state-of-the-art tools and um, as simple as that. And so change a winning team, you say. Like there's this phrase, never change a winning team. But I mean, that's all about, the. for, for example, Robert Johnson, which is still open and is still a good club. But from your point of view, like there's something missing. It's not uh, developing. I say, no, I wouldn't say that it's, uh, at Robert Johnson there's something missing. It's, one, it's probably my favorite club in the world. But this is not everything that clubbing can offer. This is one side of clubbing. And I feel that the other side of clubbing, when it comes to bigger venues, when it comes to more commercial venues, are hardly doing it in a way that I, with a more, or aesthetically, I would approve it. And um, I very often feel lost in the spaces. And in my head is flying, ideas are flying around where, why don't you do this and this and this and that? And um, Ibiza is the place where I felt I could implement ideas into an uh, environment that is uh, not used to that. And I, would f I, I felt it would make a big impact um, for, for, for different things. Um, first of all, for me, I would probably feel better playing there. Or to be more specific... Uh, there are several tools when it comes to synchronization uh, or uh, syncing light lasers and other uh, uh, tools uh, with the music where if you would use new digital tools in a way that, that they are not used yet, I as a DJ would gain more control. So right now, for instance, you have the situation that I'm playing a certain track and I want to say something with this track. You have your and CDJ, and it's a yeah. There's maybe you know player. there's maybe a fast track before. Then I play a softer one, or I want to play a hit at the, this moment, or I want to play something to to scare the people, whatsoever. So I have a certain message with that track, and then there's one guy, uh, one person at the laser, one person at the lights that has to react to what I'm doing, but they don't really know why I'm doing it or what I'm doing next. Or they need time to get the message yes. that you wanted to Yeah, so even, um, um, even if I have, I have and, and our team, there's amazing light and laser guys, but um, still they have to react to it. And there are several digital solutions to actually sync what happens 
in a kind of immersive system or in an ecosystem that you build in a club um, that consists of, uh, of, of, of lights, lasers, holography, for instance, uh, and different other things. Uh, I don't want to be too specific there. Um, but the general idea that, that I could control with modern technology way more what I want to say as a DJ than I was before, that's something that I discovered lately, but it's there for, you, for, 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 for a for long years, time already. Yeah. But no one is really digging deeper into it. Or at least not in the normal clubbing surroundings that I'm in. It's usually digged in, in, in right now in Kraftwerk. There's an, there's a big exhibition. Yeah. Uh, uh, where, where, are dealing with that. Um, but this again is an installation. It's not a real clubbing experience. It's more a gallery surrounding yes, than, you know, than a club. And I feel that, um, I feel it's time to put a finger on it. And I'm, I'm obviously not, I'm, I'm not an expert, but at least I'm a, I'm a, passionate person about it that is trying to implement um, tools that um, that we should have implemented already to give actually more value to, to a clubbing experience because you know your question was about why Ibiza mm, I feel that Ibiza also goes through or clubbing went through an amazing time over the last 10 years because traveling became so cheap that when you are a dedicated raver, you could experience not just what happens in your city, not just what happens in your country. You can travel all over the world, or we in Europe, we can travel through Europe pretty easily. Yeah, it's it's pretty cheap, you know. You, for for that, what you can, you find an, uh, a great uh, cheap hotel. The club entrance is not crazy. Food in several places is not crazy. So. On that level, you can have a two-day, two-three-day experience in Berlin, in Tbilisi, in Amsterdam. That will maybe um, I'm, I, will, I don't want to say change your your life, but at least when you come home, you can feel maybe what you're missing there, and you can start to be active and change something in your city, um, or request more from a DJ or from a club. That's interesting to say, though, if you say um, when you have a, like a city trip and you can or you see what's missing in your in your city and you do this. I, I, I call it now because we were talking about it the whole time and we didn't say the word. It's Transmoderna, your party series. <laughs> it's true. Agatha. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, you you figure it out what's missing for you and you did it on Ibiza and not in Berlin, for example, where you're where, where your home is. Mm -hmm. Well, there's 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 different aspect of it, yeah. So right now, I just said that traveling has actually become pretty cheap, and uh, I I could I, I could see on my own parties that people really travel and follow DJs also, and I guess that a lot of DJs have this now. And events that are done in Amsterdam have a have probably 50% of British people get there, 30% of whatsoever, and then there's 20% from from Amsterdam. So. On the same time in Ibiza, everything became extremely expensive. So I realized that the people that actually make the afford and paid the price and the pain that is connected to it <laughs> that go to Ibiza, they should have an experience that they cannot have somewhere else. So it's going to be more special. Yes, to so give them an added value that they will probably not have when they come to a show that I play in Paris or I'm playing Berlin or other places. So 
with this in mind, we actually focus more and more on the technology or on the, on the tool part of, of these things when it comes to, came to Transmoderna. And we connected with con contemporary artists, with creative coders, with dancers, with uh, obviously musicians. Um, and um, it's a very young and creative collective that um, it's, it's pushing me also. It's pushing me to come out of my com comfort zone. And because when you, when you are kind of successful DJ and you travel around and your parties are okay, you feel okay. And you can go with that status quo, you know, and you, you maybe don't realize what happens outside of your bubble. Yeah. And um, I think that's, that, that was always one of the things for me to, to dig into something deeper at a certain time of my career. But then... Uh, put my head up high and see what else is happening while I was digging into this. Watch out for new things. Watch out for new to things. Regular. Yeah, and, uh, yeah and, 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 and pushing myself to, 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 to go somewhere else. Yeah. You just named some parts like uh, dancers, holograms. We were talking about it, about technologies. Uh, you said that have had a uh, big impact mm -hmm. in your idea of uh, mm -hmm. Transmoderna, but for A visitor who hasn't been there this year at the Transmoderna party. I mean, it's uh, the residency was at Pasha on, yeah. uh, on Ibiza. And how did the, this event look like when you're there as a as a dancer when you just entered? What is what is different in this night to like another night, like for for example Sundays at Solomon's? First of all, I would say that um, um, you could hear me for quite some time. Yeah, at least I played three or four hours on that night, um, which is for Ibiza, except for Solomon's night, <laughs> uh, pretty rare. Usually you have a huge lineup or you have a headliner that goes on for one and a half hours and that's it. Yeah. Um, there is uh, hardly exceptions. So from even if I invited a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of uh, amazing uh, DJs and live acts, um, I still kept a certain time frame for myself to to. Yeah, to give myself also to the people, to not just show up and be there for one and a half hours and play the standard tunes and then go. Um, so this is one thing. Um, the other thing is that this kind of ecosystem that we want to create uh, for Transmoderna, um, it's not centered around the DJ. As you might have realized over the last years, the attention of people on the dance floor is very heavy heavy on uh, the, the performing artists. It's, it's all it's all pointed out to the yes, DJ. Yeah. And um, one thing is that they're all looking at it. The other thing is that they're all filming it. Yeah, I believe that uh, dancing with your crew or dancing with your girl or dancing with this other person that you never met before, but you exchange something on the dance floor is a key part of clubbing. And this got lost a little bit. So uh, one of the key intentions of, of what we what we doing there is to um, set it around the dance floor, then rather than around the DJ. So um, if you would enter Pasha, you would realize that there was three um, installations we had: one above the DJs, but two above the dance floor. And we had uh, visual, scre visual uh, screens um, all around the club, rather than behind the wall of the dance of the DJ. And the DJ is pretty low, 
and the lights are not on him. Yes, there are some lights on him. And yes, for certain moments, that's great. But it's not about uh, showcasing the hand moves of the DJs for for, for six hours <laughs> during the night. Um, and uh, rather make him, I mean, that maybe sounds too superficial, but rather make him disappear um, than, uh, than glorifying it. Um, and so a lot of the uh, lights, lasers, and other uh, visual aspects that we created are to distract the people from the DJ. And I guess there's a thin line between using all these tools to distract people. If you create too much entertainment, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming and it's, it becomes a show. Yeah. So uh, that was always the question. How can you produce something that feels different, but it's not a superficial show that, that goes for four hours? And um, we had to learn along the way what is the right balance. Mm -hmm. uh, and we had to see which elements we had to upgrade, which we had to downgrade, which are too powerful, which are too red, which are too blah, 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 blah. Um, and so over the season, it was still a progress. It was still a progress. We actually, I, I agreed to do this, um, this residency pretty late in the pro process. Um, usually everyone else is, is signing a deal in beginning of December or beginning of November. And then you have like six, seven, eight months of, of preparation. Um, we, we finally signed in, in, in February and there was three months and it was, a pretty short time frame so we uh, we we kind of in the first year we kind of evolved during the season um, but it felt organically and it felt good it felt good to make this progress um, and um, it made me also happy at a certain point you know <laughs> you, it's not like I, I you create something and then you are in a six nights and it's the same it's, thing over yeah, and over again developing. there was always every night there was something ah look now this happens yeah. wow this is isn't this amazing no it's shit I, okay next week next uh, week we try it differently or it was great you know so it was it was it felt alive um, yeah you also talked about dancers and um, I think when most of the people think about dancers on Ibiza they have a Particular, yeah, a certain dancer uh, image in the head, but uh, when you when you, for example, watch the Transmoderna video mm -hmm. of the Transmoderna hymn by <laughs> by uh, Arm, um, it's completely different to what to all what most of the people would expect to have dances or when they heard their dances uh, in, a, in at Pasha in Ibiza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the approach to include also uh, choreography and dance? To um, again uh, the first reaction is kind of like you, you uh, da dancers on stages in the club dressed up like I don't know like uh, futuristic yeah or, or, or funny or whatsoever yeah. uh, it's totally against what we're doing in Berlin here for instance you don't find any if I'm correct but uh, yes you don't maybe find not any in the club. clubs you're yeah, going yeah, yeah but you see <laughs> nothing no staged dance performance yeah. you know that is Uh, distracting people because that's what it is it's just uh, distracting people from themselves or from the music yeah. um, but um, by uh, rather than neglecting it um, it was the idea of accepting it but what could be done with it 
that is more to the zeitgeist or it's more contemporary um, than what happens there usually. And here maybe comes the, the, the second side of Transmoderna that we try to not uh, just focus on the club, but on the overall outcome and on the, um, uh, not just on the reality, also on the hyper-reality and on the um, focusing on what we could um, deliver to people outside of Ibiza that could still be interesting for them. And re-implementing it in the system uh, of Ibiza. So uh, the video itself uh, was uh, done in Berlin, manipulated in Berlin, uh, you know, created in Berlin in all is... Edited. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I hope you have a link on the website where, yeah, yeah, you, where, put, where people can watch it. Yeah, I will put the link um, in the show notes. Yeah, and the idea was to put a machine vision into, um, uh, into a dance video. So more from um, from a from a more training uh, training like session of dancers into a machine vision of what dance could be, um, and our approach to do this was to basically sh give an outfit to the song Transmoderna, but also using this material to implement it back into Pasha. So once the material was, was filmed, you saw elements of it um, in the club during a night. So we kind of connected what happens in the club or what happened in the video, and the dancers are some dancers from the uh, original dancers from the from the club, um, and we kind of tr tried to connect all this and create a system that is not just based on a night out in, uh, in Pasha in Ibiza. Um, so um, you can hopefully uh, lose yourself into what comes also next in 2020, um, not just in the reality of a nightclub in Ibiza, but also in the hyper-reality of your phone or uh, a surrounding that you are sitting in when you are um, at home. We're talking about hyper-reality, but mm -hmm. for most of the people, maybe uh, you need to explain what that means. It means that... Uh, first of all, I think that um, that, uh, that somehow the now and the futures merged in a way. You know, when we when when we talked about uh, the f holography or uh, machine vision, uh, augmented reality, or art artificial intelligence, it always seemed like it's it's coming one away. day far away. You know, yeah. uh, maybe faster than we think, but it's not around the corner. Now it is around the corner. So in a way, um, certain things that are unthinkable for people, whereas they also can feel there is a, there's a fear against AI. Uh, what is it, you know? And is it it's it's going to destroy the humans? That fear is it's constantly there. And um, but on the same time, um, there's a lot of creative people working with that and implementing it in a way that it actually gives a gives a value to our times. And um, there was a simple question in the very beginning. Okay, we're doing a night in Ibiza. What are the people usually see outside of Ibiza from that what happened in Ibiza? And the reality is that, and that's maybe not just based on Ibiza, that's maybe a typical promoter, party promoter thing. Um, you see a video afterwards, which shows you beautiful girls 
maybe an amazing light a moment of craziness in a club hands up DJs hands up DJs uh, or when it's outdoor you see a, a drone flying over the festival and it's a beautiful surrounding so everything is is seemed to look um, nice. pleasing yeah please very pleasing come back come come back or come next year yeah so the idea of this is to make you feel you you lost something. You couldn't be there. It must have been amazing. Fear of um, missing out. You're missing out. Yeah. You're sitting at home now and how stupid are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the idea that we then had was to, that or, or, or we felt that it's, it's for us, first of all, aesthetically not pleasing. Second, um, how can we give something to the people that are actually missing out? that has a value for them that is different than what the people experienced on, on the club itself. And there again comes tools. You know, um, we created a live stream in the beginning of the season. And an Instagram filter. Uh, sorry, Instagram, Instagram filter, filter yeah, for and, example. Yeah, for example. Um, and also including augmented reality. Like you had a logo or your logo was shown when you uh, yes. used this filter and it's can't be like right there on the floor <laughs> yes and and also we we created a live stream um in the beginning of the year um from the first night actually that had um again several uh, manipulation of the image to um to not show exactly what really happens but create a visual aesthetic that is um is is interesting and uh keeps you listening because boiler room it's a fun concept but you know it's you do this once and then really do you want to i mean it, it's it's very often it comes also down to me do i want to watch something in this case for instance do i want to watch another boiler room i'm not do i want uh, to watch another circle you know where there's even you know the concepts all they are they have their, their they have their audience And um, um, they are done very professional and really great, you know. So it's it's not about doing better something better than someone else. But you wanted more, to do something that's pleasing you. Yes, it's 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 just showing a, a different aspect of what is possible and what is what is interesting. Actually, my feeling was uh, I watched it because um, mm. I was I wasn't there um, and I was very interested in what's new, what's mm. what's this transponder all about. And then I watched it and it felt like uh, um, a music video, like a very long music video. Because yeah. of course it's it's dance music, but uh, also very very mm -hmm. interesting one. You played a lot of new tracks also from mm -hmm. from your label, and um, of course you see at some parts you, you can recognize uh, mm -hmm. you playing and you can recognize the people around, but not very properly. And it, uh, I had the feeling I, I I was watching a dance music video but for one hour yeah oh, it was, i don't know i mean there's there's so many uh, again tools pixel morphing gan uh, gan uh, yeah it was very outstanding because i I've, i haven't seen it before and i was pretty surprised positively surprised so one uh, one question that just popped in my mind you said that uh, you learned a lot and you discovered a lot for yourself did you learn code coding by yourself uh, no 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 I, i i didn't and um And I will never be able to code. And I don't want to. But I feel the excitement when I see the scene um, and try to understand what they're actually doing. Sometimes I can't even understand. 
But it was the same when I, uh, in the early 90s for me when I realized what since the late 80s or the early 90s um, DJs or untrained um, musician uh, produced with uh, new technology that was around then. You, you can know? also use the term programmed. I mean, they programmed yeah, yeah, they, beats, yeah, they, they programmed, programmed beats. It was the first time that that um, Detroit, Chicago, New York, you know, that there was uh, they were dealing around with technology and the results were rough. They were sometimes wrong, but they had a certain feeling in it that yeah, survived till today. And um, I feel the same about this coding creatives right now. It's sometimes wrong. It's sometimes r too rough. And it, I, but it has a certain feeling in it that I do feel right now. And um, that's why I'm pretty supportive of, of that. So uh, looking into two, uh, 2020, which is uh, like just in a couple of weeks, what's next with Transmoderna? Is there, um, yeah? Do you do you do you want to stay in Ibiza and try to um, connect with other people via uh, yeah technology, for example? Yes, there, we, we're going to stay in Ibiza. We're going to do something in Ibiza um, and um, do it even better than before. <laughs> no, try <laughs> so to still try progressing. to upgrade. Try to upgrade. Yeah. We, we actually it's a second year. We try to upgrade the the the. the The product and uh, integrate a couple of things that uh, appeared now over the years, or that seems possible now, or that we actually discovered. Um, so I think that the product itself will be m more amazing. Um, but we also want to extend it to a couple of uh, very specific events around the world, not too many, but where we have a certain location or a certain partner. That enables us to to present what what our vision is in a way that um, that that it makes sense. Because the problem is that um, I mean, speaking about this, all these tools or technology or the production uh, all the time, um, it's fucking a lot of money to do this. Yeah, that was my question. Know? Like, it seems and, like the um, production. There's is a reason why why a lot of people don't don't uh, don't. Uh, Uh, don't, don't do it because if you do it for one night it's you 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 install all of this uh, you maybe the risk is also too high the risk is high the, the installation costs us are too high and the willingness is also not really there um, so that's why for instance we could actually think about this on a proper residency uh, uh, where which goes 20 Fridays um, because we repeat it all the time you know and then it somehow makes sense But uh, doing all this for one night only, it's pretty tough to actually realize it yeah. because, you know, you cannot charge, uh, you don't want to charge the people X amount of money uh, at the door. You also don't, don't want to have X amount of sponsors on an event. You, you know, that also feels not right. So it's... Why it, are you positioning Transmoderna as a brand itself? Like, I mean, you said it, uh, some minutes ago that uh, Transmoderna is a product and yes, that um, you don't see it with uh, I I want to be a, we want to be a testing ground for things to be shown to a wider public in reality and in hyper reality so we basically do parties and I simply call them parties because I want to make this uh, it's clear it's not an installation it's not an art thing um, 
um, then we gonna develop certain products um, that we're gonna present start to present in 2020 um, connected to DJ and connected to phones um, and to fashion um, and we um, we try to yeah actually That's that's it. That's a plan for 2020. It's already a lot, you know. That's, let's speak 2020 that's, again. Yeah, and that's, then that's also maybe that's also family one, grows. Yeah, that's that's also one issue that this is. It sounds like super big, and obviously we're talking about it for the last 30 minutes. Um, but it's only 20 shows of the year, and then there's all the other stuff um, that I'm somehow involved in, and it's um, that's maybe the problem of 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 of. of of being so long in this or, 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 or limited time, you know, that um, you facing the situation that you cannot do everything uh, 120% anymore because you have, I, I'm running this label and there's the distribution and there's our little clubware brand. Then there is um, the event agency, the booking agency and all these things take time absorb time and, and your family friends your family son. obviously the private life is uh, is suffering uh, yeah. often under uh, all these projects so um so accepting something new like transmoderna um you have to always know that it, it cannot be done in one year it, it takes a certain progress and um you might be slower than you think in your head You already said it that um, you focus on products like fashion, for example, mm -hmm. and uh, you also got uh, the. Uh, I'm talking about Transmoderna, but you are also got another fashion brand called uh, Together We Dance Alone, mm -hmm. together with your wife. With your wife, yeah. But uh, circling back to Transmoderna again, you uh, already you already released um, some T-shirts and um, a collaboration with Misbehave. Yeah, it's like more planned in 2020 to collaborate or focusing on own clothing. Uh, um, yes, there's more collaboration going to come. I would say the idea is to not do merchandising or merchandising only. We want to create products that um, that I wear myself. Um, and and you always know do. Me, <laughs> yeah, people that know me uh, know that uh, I'm not the standard. Uh, uh, white black t-shirts and black trousers uh, dj I'm, i'm 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 i love to wear um colorful stuff and stuff that sometimes um is just a bit different and here it also comes uh with uh, we actually worked with uh, several brands already with alux and with misbehave that um we believe are forward thinking And um, also dig deep into um, materials, uh, into implementing technology. Uh, um, and we dig deeper and deeper into this field um, with uh, Transmoderna, but also with Together We Dance Alone um, to create clubware that is a little bit off the road. Some people recognize your uh, fable for uh, outstanding clothing. I mean, there's a Facebook page called uh, Shirt ID, what's Dixon wearing? Yeah, yeah. And like people, when I look on uh, pictures or videos of uh, yeah gigs you played and people post on Facebook, then they're asking for like, what, what's the shirt? Yeah, what's yeah. the shirt? Maybe it's, uh, I, I, I just love to wear stuff. And it seems to be a little bit different than, than other DJs or other people. Um, but um, uh, it's no product placement or whatsoever. 
uh, you know and it's just like, like it's, it just it's like it's like me playing unreleased music where people are guessing what it actually is it's the same with the with the closers you know i wouldn't would not really run around and uh tag on instagram what <laughs> i'm wearing right now how it other dj's doing or other people doing uh that's just not my style you said you're um doing cl uh, club wear also with uh, together we dance alone you were focusing on on shirts on you had a collaboration with sakai mm -hmm. with the japanese uh yeah, yeah. label also recently Uh, I guess that's one of the reasons why you went to Japan last week. Um, yeah, I, I, I worked with Sakai for the first time uh, last year, and that was for the for for an actual uh, showcase in, in in Tokyo. This time, uh, I was just about to go to Tokyo, and then they contacted us me again, and uh, I would uh, it was fun to to extend that uh, collaboration. Um, And it's, a, it's still, it feels like a pretty new field for us. Um, and we, in 2020, we're going to release actually quite a lot of stuff and not, uh, and uh, digging deeper into different fields of clubware and de defining for us what clubware club actually is. That's my quite question. What's clubware? Yeah. And there's so many, <laughs> so many uh, definitions flying around that we don't really accept anymore. And we want to put our own way uh, out there without uh, actually speaking about it, you know. Because I think that's a, one of the key things. Uh, uh, it's strange to 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 say this in an interview, um, but I don't really like to talk a lot about the stuff uh, I or we are doing. Um, I think people should find out for themselves. Um, obviously, when you're doing so many things and uh, you have certain recognition, sometimes it's time to talk about stuff. Um, to uh, yeah to yeah. sometimes it's it's needed um, but in general i feel that um, it's rather rather interesting to 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 figure out for yourself than to have someone explaining you and it's goes the same for for my favorite artists you know i um, i love to to follow musicians or a fashion brand or a contemporary artist and without having something explaining me why I like this, you know, or why I should like this. Um, what's the importance of it? Uh, it's, um, uh, I don't think it should be self-explaining. Uh, there should be a certain mystery about it. Otherwise it would be maybe just, uh, you can't, you can't find that much about together. We dance alone on the internet. It's like, uh, you have this collaboration with Sakai and you have, you, uh, had it in the store it's at Mutual like Noise. You know, it's like this, uh, there's, there's still a lot keep, of time. Keep it secret. <laughs> But, uh, you're doing this with your wife and how is it to work together? I mean, you also work together, uh, for the Transmoderna video. She yep. was, uh, the, Art director, art director, yeah. 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 yeah um, it's, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with her for a very long time, and I'm married with her for for, for more than ten, well, nearly ten years. Um, and in in all this time, we we work together on several things, but very loose. And now it's the first time that we actually have a brand together, and we work on a more day to day basis. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's, it's still uh, still hard to find your position in there um, um, and to, to, to balance private and business in that case. Uh, when when is it actually private? When is it business now? When is it um, when it's just fashion tips or when is it something? Yeah, when it's overlapsing. <laughs> so it's um, yeah, it's 
it's it's not an easy process but it's a fruitful process actually and um, I'm, I'm happy we're doing this finally uh, a different topic i wanted to talk to you yes. about is of course the future of clubbing but um i mean transmoderna is you, you said uh, or um in one interview i've read that you said uh, the future is present Mm -hmm. But what's coming more? I mean, you, you said the technology is uh, or club music or the clubs or Transmoderna is adapting mm -hmm. other technologies. But uh, what's next for the club dance music industry? Not only clubbing industry, as you're also running a label. I, I can feel that a lot of clubs are suffering from the overpresence of festivals right now. So I feel we are again in this, uh, it's, it's again this... The circle that we are going through the, every decade uh, where um, suffering follows innovation and then in, uh, innovations follow success and then too many people want to be part of uh, what is successful. I feel that we are on this state right now again um, and the club's suffering at the moment. Um, I also believe that the club's suffering from the over from non-existent residences So you're a fan yeah. of, of residences? Yes. Uh, I mean, it's, residences, residences mainly are gone for already for 20 years, you know. Or, or I remember when I started to do Watergate. Um, and, well, I remember when I started it, but what year was it? I don't know, 2005 or whatsoever. It was already the discussion that residences are over. And I was the first resident of Watergate back then. And then it stopped after, I don't know what it was, six months. It wasn't so successful for me at least. And uh, afterwards, Watergate started to install this um, booking DJs every weekend from everywhere. And uh, it worked better. And it was kind of like this time when, when, when slowly but surely, except for very rare uh, fabric had a residence for quite a long time um, until recently. Um, but um, it's, it's, the topic is not new, you know. And that was also, you know, the, the strange thing with Ibiza is that this is the only place in the, in the world where every night is connected to a resident and the resident is there every in yeah, my true. case Friday but or every Sunday every Wednesday whatsoever and that is uh, you don't find it in any other city even the uh, the the the, uh, the epicenters of clubbing like Berkan or whatsoever you know it's uh, the residents there play there what is it once a month sometimes every six weeks and are called residents but they cannot shape the club uh, how a resident could shape the club and place there every week Um so it was it was strange that I'm somehow thinking that there should be a lot of more progress in in in, in Ibiza, but on the same time they are the most they're the only the last one have, uh, having residence there. So I believe that the 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 fact that clubbing clubs are like festivals in that way you know the festival is presenting for one weekend whatsoever a number of DJs and then it's not happening anymore and clubs are presenting every weekend different or every month a certain amount of DJs that they're not coming back for another year yeah so um, I'm not saying we should have residents again you know it's like uh, uh, maybe we are just in that uh, time now where, where people want to hear someone else every weekend um, but I believe that is one of the problems why clubs are suffering from festivals. Um, and uh, I also uh, wanted to point one other, I think, great thing about Ibiza out that um, 
A minus point is a that is a holiday destination, you know, because then that means people, people go there going nuts. Go, you know, yeah. they you know they don't care. Yeah. In a way, you know, um, they don't care for a scene. They don't care for 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 the for the environment there and uh, whatsoever. The great thing about it is it's over after five months. So there's a certain way of okay excitement. It starts again, and then it's over. Berkheim, you can go every uh, Saturday. You know, if you don't want to go today, all right, then you go next week. How often well, I was back in Berlin and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going raving, and then I was too tired or whatsoever. Okay, because yeah. I, I go tomorrow. Yes, you know, um, there it's not like this. This is this is the one shot you have. So you as a person going there you give everything that you have yet to have in all sense you know um to to have the best time of your life um and the fact that ibiza disappears for for at least half a half a year it's makes it exciting through the other time i mean what comes with the uh, whole system that we got festivals and uh, you tra you're traveling a lot like yeah, you're yeah. every weekend is, is there a fixed weekend where you you're staying at home The idea or the planning of the year is, is always different. You know, every year you discover something that you liked about this year that you want to implement again or something that you hate that you want to change. But there are certain fixed points. The fixed points are January and February. Mostly I'm, uh, I'm, or I'm not traveling in that month. I'm usually stopping at the 5th or 6th of January and then playing only in March again. And then um, there's school holidays now that are, uh, that are the times when I'm not playing. And, um, and also I reduce gigs for, for already the last five or six years. Every, every year I play 10 gigs less, uh, which is 10% less. Um, it's, it's still a big number. I think next year I'm going to play 80, 80 shows only. Um, but you see, I huge. say only, yeah, I say only, <laughs> but it's still 80 shows, you know? Um, Yeah, but um, I do believe that I I like to play less, but uh, have a bigger impact on 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 the play the shows that I'm playing and playing mostly longer and um, not uh, a quality over quantity. You know? One year ago, or I guess it was last year, uh, you played like a little tour over Europe where you played all night long sets at ah, yeah. clubs. Mm -hmm. Are you going to do this uh, more? Not more, not more, but I think in 2020, by the end of 2020, we're going to have this again, yeah. yeah. When you say like you're re reducing um, your, your schedule by 10% every year, yeah. where do you see yourself in 10 years then? Um, I don't know. Um, I really don't know. Um, it, you, you, can, uh, you can catch me off the microphone today and I would say like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't play longer than, you know, it's three more years. And then we see us again in a week, and I'm like, oh, you know, could go ah, forever. 20 years. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it could go forever. Um, but uh, it's not, uh, not everything is said yet. And when you're traveling, like, um, I mean, of course, sometimes, as you said, when you catch me now, it's like I'm going to stop in three or four years. When you catch me maybe after the weekend or during the weekend, I'm like, I can do this forever. Mm -hmm. Is there at some point, some time where you like, okay, I'm really, it's too hard. It's too much. I mean, traveling is a very huge point. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's very not just traveling actually. Yeah. There is, there's this times, you know, that's, um, there's always this, it's always very fast. Does it seem mm. like a high performance sports? Yeah. It's, um, it, it's, it's 
it's I think it's two or three different aspects. One is music generally. You know, there is uh, there is. I believe, for instance, in the, in the beginning of the summer, I didn't really like the music that I that I, I, I experienced or that I was sent to or that I could discover. That 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 was just in my back. You know, uh, I played it and I didn't feel it that much. And then there is one or two tracks that change it completely or a month. I believe, for instance, that I, I, I actually I um, I put music I, I um, uh, organize music by month. So on my stick, I'm playing with USB sticks. You see, um, you know, 2019 November right now, and my November folder has right now 72 tracks, which is uh, and and I would say that 45 of them I really do play. So um, people that that listen to me in uh, August it's now different. it's completely different music. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, maybe December is the month where I have five new tracks, and um, it's uh, and and them are, they are maybe not even good, you know. <laughs> so, um, so my excitement for my job comes with the quality of the music that that I discover, um, and the traveling aspect or the the the, the physical aspect of all this. Um, it's usually after the summer. I'm kind of dead. Then I'm surviving, uh, surviving the fall. But in fall, I play more all night long sets that are more intense, but more they they give me more. So I'm kind of I'm taking more from them than I put into them. So even. physically more intense, but uh, emotional like yeah. way more yeah. balancing me again. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, so it's um it's it's going in th through cycles and um there was time there is always times where i'm thinking like all right i i mean i should do a break for half a year or whatsoever and um as i said i'm not playing in january and february and it's it's always the same that in uh, by the middle of that break it's i don't know it's it's starting to scratch <laughs> itchy and you know, want to get and, back uh, on the road yeah, then yeah. one last question in terms of Or can you give an outlook in terms of technology and electronic music? What what's what's the next big thing? Well, I think that that the problem is that there's a lot of big things already there, but we don't use them. Um, we are, as I said before, we are very conservative in the way we perform. Um, um, Like just one point, you know. I, I'm playing with USB sticks. There's a wave file there. There's uh, the information could could uh, could be integrated in the in, in a way in a system in a way that the laser guy or the light guy or or the machine is having this information and reacting to it without just uh, being um, just experience it live. They could see uh, ahead what's coming. Um, reacting in real time reacting in, in real time then uh, rather than reacting to 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 what the, uh, they might understand a little bit too late um, and it's not that this is a wishful thinking it's it's there for years there are certain tools that actually do this but we all don't use them and um Uh, or hardly use it and when when i when i just look at a cd player that i'm using actually it's still called cd player while 99 <laughs> of the people that use it is using it as a usb you know and the the machine is huge and uh, there's so many space wasted for stuff that no one is actually doing where you could in implement so many things that 
that are you know the why is no sampler integrated in the cd player already already why is there an extra machine called sampler and so on it's you know it's just uh, little things but there's a lot of little things and i i see I see Richie Horton, for instance, who is always uh, like very much looking into the whole technology aspect of of the performance, actually, and he rather actually wants, as 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 far as I see it from my perspective, he rather wants people to understand what he is actually doing. He is very creative in what he is doing on stage, but he feels the urge to show the people with his, for instance, closer what it actually is. That's not my interest. But, but his approach was also like to include the uh, the crowd into his performance. Yeah, like we had it, we had a uh, we had him as yeah, a yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast partner yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, to, to include the crowd, but also to make via visuals, you know, this, uh, via visuals or via an app, make people understand what it is, what he is doing, what he is as a performer. That is not my intention. My intention is not that people understand why the laser is reacting now better than it reacted last year uh, because the laser has what, whatsoever information or it's used in whatever way. I don't, I don't think people need to know this. For me, it's just, just um, for what for me is important is that the product, the system we built is actually bringing the people or have that the people have a better experience without knowing why the why is not uh, a question for me thank you very much uh, Stefan for yeah, this you're well welcome and thank you for your time Das war mein Gespräch mit Steffen Berkan, a.k.a. Dixon. Natürlich sehr intensiv über Technologien, sehr intensiv über viele visuelle Aspekte. Dazu packe ich euch noch ein paar Links in die Show Notes, inklusive dem Transmoderner Musikvideo. Unser Special mit Dixon ist zugleich auch die letzte Podcast-Folge für dieses Jahr. Aber keine Angst, wir sind schon Mitte Januar 2020 mit neuen Folgen zurück. Ich freue mich wie immer über Feedback oder auch Gästewünsche. Schreibt uns dafür gerne über Instagram oder hinterlasst eine Bewertung bei Apple. Bis dahin, falls wir uns nicht hören, sehen wir uns im Club. Das war der Telekom Electronic Beats Podcast. Abonniert den Podcast bei Apple, Soundcloud, Spotify oder dieser. Wir sehen uns im Club. Bis dann. <lacht>